I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord. My friend, your friend, your savior, the son of God, the holy one, the only savior of the world. I love him. Don't you love him? He's such a wonderful fellow to follow. How can I come back to God? If I have lost the spirit of God, if I have gone back to womanizing and womanizing, if I have gone back to drinking and doing all kinds of foolish things, if Satan has stolen the good things God gave me, which is the Holy Spirit, how can I have him back? The story of the prodigal son will help you. Let us pray. Father, help me. Help me to speak the truth to your children. Let them not hear my sinful voice. May they hear the sweet voice of Jesus Christ. It's my prayer in his holy name. Amen. In Luke chapter 15, there's a story of the prodigal son. In Luke chapter 15, it says in verse 11, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of the goods that followeth belongs to me. And he added unto them, unto them his, willing, his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. He has lost the Holy Spirit. He's gone. He has left the church, so to speak. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. He's gone. Gone to the world. He's gone. The Holy Spirit has no more control over him. Satan is controlling him with appetite, with fear, with guilt, with all kinds of things that we have studied before. And when he has spent all when the Holy Spirit has totally left him, there arose a mighty famine in the land. What is that mighty famine? The famine is symbolic of the word of God. He couldn't have anybody to advise him. No Bible voice was said. Nobody preached to him. He doesn't go to church. So he has left everything. All is gone. Miserable. He didn't know famine was coming. A famine is coming, Amos has said. It will only be a famine of rice and of yam and of popo and of banana is going to be the famine of the word of God. A time is coming when people will run up and down looking for the word of God, but it might be too late. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him onto the fields to feed swine. Why did Jesus use the word swine? Because swine is equivalent to spiritism. Swine, according to Ghanaian culture, Swine is the same as witchcraft. Only witches will eat swine. So you continue to do follow people foolishly and say Jesus died to clean swine and eat pigs. You will end up with Satan in the kingdom of, of hell. Your diet can affect. It detects who is in you. Now he's working with swine, not cattle. It tells you something. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he repented. He came to himself. He said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Why am I here? Let me go back to church to receive the Holy Spirit. To hear sermons. To hear the choir sing. Let me go back to fellowship. Let me go back to prayer meetings. I'm going back. I'm going back home. I will arise. I will arise and go to my father. And will say, I sinned against heaven and before thee. He said, I'll go. I'll go back. The church can say anything. I'm willing to face any shame and disgrace than to die in sin. So he came. Verse 22. When he came, the father did something. But the father said to his servants, 
bring forth the best robe, the best robe, the robe of righteousness, the beautiful robe of righteousness, which he gives to people who come to him. So you come, you went to the world, you come back for rebaptism, and then you are clothed with the robe of righteousness, and put on him, and put a ring, take note, a ring on his hand, a ring of ownership. That ring is the Holy Spirit. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Like we read in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. God gives you a ring as an inheritance. And shoes on his feet. Decorated. The shoes are symbolic of the Holy Word of God. Now he's come back. So you can come back and God will give you the Holy Spirit. You can come back and Jesus will give you the robe of righteousness. You can come back and God will give you the gospel, the good news. You hear sermons that will revive you again. The parable of the prodigal son gives each one of us an assurance of a second chance. God is willing to give us a second chance as long as we are alive. And that is why he said in Isaiah 1.18, Come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as wool. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as white as snow. Come, let us reason together. Come, let's sit down. God is waiting for you to come back. So if you have lost the Holy Spirit, come back. Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 verse 12, work, your own, work out your own salvation with trembling and fear. Be very careful. If you die in sin, you're going to hell with Satan. You left the church, you're gone, come back. God is appealing to all backsliders, come back. Don't let the devil kill you there like he did Judas Iscariot. We will never see Judas in heaven. We will never see King Saul in heaven. And I should see you in heaven because Jesus loves you. He is waiting for you. So how can I come back? I am making some suggestions. They are suggestions. You can follow them or you can throw them away. They are only suggestions. Number one, set aside three days in fasting and prayer. When Saul came back to himself, when, when, when Saul came back to himself, for three days and three nights he never ate, he never drank. Acts chapter 9 verse 9. Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. The prophet Joel has something to share with us. Chapter 2. I'm reading from verse 12. Therefore also now, saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your hearts, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth not of the evil. And what will he do? Verse 28. I will pour my spirit upon you. Praise the Lord. I will pour my spirit upon you. He says, and it shall come to pass after, afterward, that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall see dreams, dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. I will pour my Holy Spirit upon you. So now you know. We have an example in the Bible. Somebody who left the church, went to the world, but came back to himself. And God accepted him because Jesus says, 
I will in no wise cast you away. I will receive you back. Set aside some three days. And come back to God. In fasting. In weeping. In mourning. In confession. And get rebaptized. And during those three days, don't have any intimacy with your spouse. Stay away from your wife or your husband. And spend time with God. Pray every three hours. And ask God to be with you, to forgive you and to cleanse you. And look for rebaptism. Not sprinkling, because you have not been baptized. If you have been sprinkled or poured, you have to be baptized the way Jesus was baptized. Like, like Saul was baptized. You remember? Saul was rebaptized even though he was a Jew. Number two, withdraw from all who are misleading you. Move away from all your friends who are misleading you. The prodigal son had to leave where he was and came to his father. Leave all those friends who are taking you to the beer bar. Those who are taking you to the stadium on your Sabbath. Those who are taking you to consult voodoos and false prophets. Take, remove yourself from them and take yourself to your father. Yourself. You don't need anybody to help you do that. You go yourself like the prodigal son did. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verses 6, 16 to 18. Second Corinthians 6, 16 to 18. Listen to the word of God. Second Corinthians 6, 16 to 18. And what agreement has the temple of God with the idols? And ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I want to come back and dwell in you. God says, I want to come back and dwell in you and walk in you. And I'll be your God and you'll be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, those who are fooling you. Those who are saying that you can eat anything and drink anything and sleep anywhere with any woman and go anywhere. Separate yourself from them and come to me and don't touch anything unclean. And swine is one, one of those unclean things. Anything God has condemned, don't touch again. The prodigal son came to himself. He came to his father. He came to the truth, back into the truth, and followed what God has said. He never went back. The prodigal son never went back. He stayed with the father till he died. And I'll be a father unto you. You shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. God says, I swear I will receive you. I will restore you among my children. You will be mine after the rebaptism. You'll be washed again, and then I'll give you the Holy Spirit. I'll come and live in you again. I'll give you the ring again. I'll give you the robe of righteousness again. Oh, what a gracious God. A second chance God. Attend the next and every communion service. This is very important. To wash off your doubts and sins by washing your feet. This is the party of the Father. This is what the father did to the son. He had a party for his son. The party we have with Jesus is the communion service. Did you know that? That is a time we feast with Jesus. You don't go to communion service even though you are in the church. Learn to do that. If you're not, it's not doing it, leave it. It will take you nowhere. I'm telling you the truth. You'll be surprised when Jesus comes. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Listen to Jesus. And Jesus said unto them, verse 53. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, the Word of God, and the communion bread, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Don't you want to enjoy resurrection? He says, if you take communion service, I will resurrect you. If you eat my word, I will resurrect you. So you come back to yourself. Why? Because John 15 verse 5 says, John 15 5, I am the vine. <laughs> and what does the vine produce? It produces grapes. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, I in him. Communion service is, is a connection with God. The vine is Christ. The word of God connects you to Christ. The bread of life, I mean the wine and the bread, connect you to God. And I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Without me you can do nothing. So come back to Jesus and be sure you are rebaptized. You take your communion service and you are back on your feet. Jesus says, I will receive you. I will in no wise cast you away. I will love you. I will receive you. I will keep you. I will give you all the power you need so that you can become what you want to be. Attach yourself to spirit-filled people. Don't attach yourself with drunkards and thieves and liars and those who are interested in games, pleasure, amusement. No, attach yourself with spirit-filled people. And there are people like that. Hebrews 10.25, he says, Mingle with those who fear God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Let me read to your hearing. Hebrews 10.25. Don't stop going to church every Sabbath. Every your Sabbath. Your Sabbath. My Sabbath is Saturday. Your Sabbath may be Sunday. Go to church. If that is what you believe. If that is what the Bible says, do it. But my Bible tells me that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the mother of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Jesus is coming again. So be in church. Wednesday you are there. Every time the church is meeting, you are there. And listen to me. When you go to church, the songs you hear, the testimonies you hear, the prayer you say, the sermons you hear, they are food that are feeding your soul. And so you are growing. You are growing. You are growing in Christ. As you come to church and you hear the testimonies of people and how God is dealing with some people, you grow. You grow in Christ. You are growing. You are preparing for the soon coming of Jesus. Go back to church if you have stuff. Come back to God and get rebaptism. And God will give you a second robe. He will give you the ring, the signet of inheritance that you are my child. And don't touch the unclean thing again. He has made this appeal in Isaiah 1.18. Come, let us reason together. I don't care what you have done. I don't care what you have done, God says. I don't care whether you kill somebody. I don't care whether how many women you slept with. That's not important to me. Come to me and let us reason together. And I will receive you back. Use daily devotion at dawn. As a catalyst to revive yourself. Now you have to revive yourself. And the only way you can revive yourself is three ways. The words. Read the Bible. I'm suggesting to you some passages of the Bible you have to read. 
read at dawn. Go to bed on time and get time. Get up by 5 a.m. and read at dawn. Psalm Isaiah 53. Read it. Or Psalm 22. Or John chapter 19. Or Luke chapter 23. Or Mark chapter 15. They will tell you something. I don't want to read them. Because they will tell you something. They will tell you about somebody. Somebody who can help you. Somebody who can give you strength and power to do great things for him. Use devotion as a catalyst. Remember that God loves you. And is willing to take you back and save you. He's not willing that you should perish. No, far from it. That is why Jesus came to die. So read these passages. John 19 will tell you what Jesus went through. Psalm 22 will tell you what Jesus would go through. Isaiah 53 will tell you what Jesus would go through for you. And it will encourage you. Luke 23 will tell you how, how Jesus suffered for you. And Mark 15 will tell you how Jesus humbled himself and suffered to die for you. And when you read the passages, you can begin to read the Gospel of John. And all of a sudden, your character will change. God will transform you and make you a new person. All those you work with, your wife, your children, everybody will know that you are a new person. You didn't do anything but to follow this importance. With Christ in the heart again, there is a paradise in the soul. Friendship with heaven is reestablished. Let me read to you Ephesians chapter 2. God reestablishes you to friendship with heaven. Ephesians chapter 2 is my favorite text. I'm reading from verse 3, verse 11. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past, you were Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called uncircumcision, by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands. That at that time, when you left and gone, when you were gone, you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. You were hopeless. You were going to die in your sin. You were so drunk, your belly, your face, everything was showing that you are dying. But now in Christ Jesus, because you came back, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Verse 19 is my favorite one. Now he says, now therefore you are no more a stranger nor a foreigner, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Hallelujah. You become a family member of God. Like the prodigal son, you are back home. You are a son. You are not a servant. You are a son. You become a friend of Jesus Christ. You become an ambassador. Jesus says in, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 20, you become, all things have become new. Behold, all the old past things are gone. All things have become new. And now you become an ambassador. You reconcile others. You look for others and bring them to Jesus. So, you read your Bible, you pray, and you witness. These are the three things that will revive you. And that is the ministry of reconciliation. You read your Bible, personal devotion, and then you pray, personal devotion, and then you tell others what God has done for you. So you become an ambassador for Christ, telling people how Jesus can forgive and accept when you read the story of Manasseh in 2 Chronicles, it gives us a lot of hope. 2 Chronicles, find it and read it. It will help you. When Jesus comes back to you, there is peace, which is shalom. Shalom means good health, safety, 
and serenity. And John 14, 27 says, Now, I, my peace I give unto you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives you. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. I'm giving you peace. Christ says, Now I give you peace. I'll give you peace. Peace of mind. And then there is a hope for eternal life. John chapter 6, verse 56. You have the hope of eternal life. And one day when Jesus comes, you will see him face to face. And you will be saved into the kingdom of God. He says, I'm reading John chapter 6, verses 56 and 57. Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me. And I in him. Did you hear that? Communion service attaches you to the God. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. When you feed on him by the word, and attend communion service, you will live. I have a great respect for the name Jesus. I don't know about you. Did you know I also came back to God? I wasn't born a Christian, but I, when I found it, I said, I want to follow the story of the prodigal son. I'm going back to God. I'm going back to God. I know he will receive me, and he did receive me. And that is when Jesus became my friend. Before, when I heard that people, I, I mean, Abraham and, uh, and David were friends of God, I became kind of jealous. But now I'm no more jealous, because what Jesus said, in John 15, it is true. He says, you are my friends. If you do whatsoever, I tell you. I'm not saying I'm obedient. I'm not a saint. I'm not, I'm not anybody. I'm a sinner like you. But I'm telling you, Jesus can make a difference in your life. He has made it in my life. J-E-S-U-S. The J means he justifies me. He forgets about all my past sins. It doesn't matter what I did in the world. He says, I don't remember I've forgiven you. He justifies me. He cleanses me. He washes me. E, he edifies me from the effect of sin. Sin has damaged me, has changed my language, has changed my character. The Holy Spirit edifies me. S, he sanctifies me of my nakedness and shamefulness. All the stupid things I did, the Holy Spirit takes away from me. I no more go to bad places. I go to holy places. And you, he unifies me once again to the family of God. I become a member of the family of God. And as he's coming again, John 14, 1 to 3. He's coming again to take me out of this world. So I will never see sin anymore. He's coming to take me from the presence of sin. Jesus is the end of our spiritual mortality. Jesus is the end of our nakedness and shame and marital problems. Jesus is the end of our separation from God. Jesus is the end of our hunger and thirst. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Matthew 11, 28, 29. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am lowly and meek in heart. Life with Jesus is an endless hope. Life without Jesus it's a hopeless end. Come back. He is waiting. Oh, my gracious Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being such a kind God. 
that we can lose all, but you can restore all. Satan can steal us, but we can still come back to ourselves. And we thank you for the story of the prodigal son. It is you called a wonderful father. The son is me. And you say, I can come back always. Thank you for the second chance. I am praying for all my friends who want to come back. Would you please kneel wherever you are and tell Jesus, I want to come back. I'm tired of this old life of sin. I want to come back to you. And may the Spirit of God be with you and encourage you to go back to God. Get rebaptism, and God will give you all that I have said because He promised. Thank you so much for being such a kind God, compassionate, merciful, and gracious. In the name of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, I pray it. Amen. So, my dear friend, is the Holy Spirit with you or he, is he not? You know the answer. So you run back to God and ask him, cry upon him, and he will receive you and give you back his presence in the form of the Holy Spirit. Pray that you will walk with God daily and that will keep you on the right path. We have DVDs and we have audio CDs on every topic we have been treating with you. And you can ask for them or send them to you. We also welcome all donations that you can make to keep this program on the air so others can hear about it. Next week, the same day, the same time, we are coming back with another message from God for you. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's episode of Encounter with Truth with God 7 Pastor Dr. Andrews Lawrence Ew, an international evangelist. For inquiries, prayer or counseling, call any of the following numbers on your screen. And remember, your generous financial support is always welcome. Please call us. May God richly bless you. Jesus is coming again.